life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep the fitness promise you made to yourself and we'll add another link to your growing fitness chain. I am walking with you this morning, grateful to be walking because I wasn't entirely sure this was going to happen a few days ago. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I was in the garage and I was moving some boxes from one part of the garage to the other. One of the boxes was a storage boxes, one of those large storage boxes. Black box, yellow top. And it wasn't particularly heavy. And so I lifted it up, moved it maybe five feet, and then was in the process of setting it down when I heard a sound in my lower right back accompanied by pain. It's like, oh no, this is not good. The pain was gratefully not intense pain. It wasn't a sharp, debilitating pain. I've pulled muscles in my back before and so it it had that feel to it but this one had a sound which still not entirely sure what that was and typically I've learned that when that happens I need to go take an ibuprofen by the way I am not a doctor what I'm talking about during today's episode is not not intended as specific medical advice. This is me simply sharing what happened to me a few days ago and what I did. And I recognize that it's entirely possible that some of the actions that I took or didn't take were not the best. But I've learned that when I 
pull a muscle in my back that if I take an ibuprofen, it takes that pain away. And then what, what tends to happen is if I try to power through, I get tense and I, I make it even worse. I make that, that back pain even worse. So I went and I actually took two ibuprofen. And over the course of the day, I don't, it didn't, it never, the pain never went away. It was there. And I was able to to walk gingerly, but I was very aware that any wrong movement could send this thing in a direction that I really didn't want it to go. And I was thinking of my neighbor, Mike, across the street, who I have seen now three times since we moved in, being taken out of the house on an ambulance stretcher because of back pain. They'll go to the hospital and they'll do whatever it is they do. A couple of times he's been in the hospital multiple nights. There was one time when he actually came back later that day. Our next door neighbor in Maryland injured his back. One day he was he was holding a chain and I think he he did a twisting motion and now he didn't need he didn't need an ambulance, but instantly he knew that he had injured his back. And in his case, his recovery took months. He went to the hospital a couple of times because of the intense pain and might even have had some surgery on his back. And then there's another Facebook friend of mine who he couldn't move. He was on his back for two weeks in pain. And he ultimately had surgery. So I've got, I've got these stories bouncing around in my brain. It's like I am not, job number one is not to make this worse. Not to make this worse. And I was really concerned because of the sound that I heard. And I still don't know what that, what that was. Gratefully, I was able to, to keep moving, to keep walking. And everything that I read, it's like, what do I do? What do I not do? Do I do heat? Do I do cold? Do I sit? Do I walk? And everything I read was that it was recommended to to keep walking, to to move, not to to sit or to lay down. Unless, of course, that's all you can do. I mean, we're, we're you know, in, in Mike's case and my Facebook friend is Jimmy. In Jimmy's case, you know, they 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 didn't even have the option of walking. But I, this was not severe enough that, that I couldn't walk. I didn't want to make it worse, but I also wanted to do what I could to help the recovery. And so throughout the day, the last couple of days, I've been walking as, as much as I can. The walks have been slow. I even at one point asked Ava, I said, am I walking like an old man? She said, yep. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> But certainly that that first day, about an hour after it happened, and I was still trying to assess, you know, how bad is this? And, of course, there was still this fear of, is this the beginning of something long-term? That really was what I was concerned about. It wasn't so much the pain in the moment it was, is this the beginning of something long-term? Now, by the way, we're now... Three days removed 
so this is the first time I've been out recording. And just so you're aware, I record the podcast. I've got a little bit of margin for situations like this. If I'm sick or, in this case, injured, I don't want to miss an episode. So I've got a little bit of margin so that those episodes can can play while I'm recovering. But this is the first time I've been out walking and recording. I have been walking since I pulled a muscle and started. That first walk was actually an hour afterwards because I just wanted to assess the severity. Could I slowly walk around the block? And, and I could, and I did. It was uncomfortable, but I, I kept moving. And so every day I was intentional about getting up and moving. And I found, and this is one of the things that the experts tell you, is that sitting can actually cause things to to tighten up. And I certainly have felt that. And I can still feel discomfort. I can still feel soreness. It's not as intense as it was a few days ago, but it's still there. Job number one, priority number one is don't make it worse. Closely behind that, priority number two is do what I can to help the recovery. And part of not making it worse is following the example of my wife. She has had a number of times an auto accident, gut surgery, where she's had extended recoveries. And it's been amazing to watch because she's a runner and she loves running, but she hasn't pushed it. She hasn't pushed her recovery. She's actually shown great discipline in both of those recoveries, not doing too much too soon. And so I've learned from that. And as much as I want everything to feel normal again, this takes time. And so I'm not pushing things too much. One of the reasons why I took a couple few days off before coming out and recording because these walks tend to be a little more intense than just a slow walk around the block after pulling something in my back. And so I, I didn't want to I didn't want to rush this. Didn't want to do this too soon. Anyhow, just wanted you to be aware of what was happening. And there's a, a gratitude, just the a, ability to walk, the opportunity to walk. You know, uh, how often do I take this for granted? Talk about it, do it. But don't really consider, you know, what would happen if I couldn't? Be grateful that I can, and I am. Thanks for listening today. If your fitness promise is to walk 10 minutes every day, you've almost fulfilled today's promise, which means you get to add another link to your growing fitness chain. And if you have the 90-day fitness chain tracker, you can color in another set of footprints. I'll be back tomorrow, I think. I hope. (laughs) That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day and I hope you have a great day.